the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Holy smoke. Uh, wow. We've got a great show lined up for you. And again, the Todd Starnes Radio Program in breaking news mode. As uh, we get word that the House of Representatives will vote on a new speaker sometime next week. So uh, a lot to unravel here. I've had a chance to do uh, a lot of of thinking, a lot of studying. Um, yes, even some musing uh, overnight, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And um, a couple of thoughts here. You know, we, we talk about uh, a lot about winners and losers on this program and I think there's really only one winner from yesterday, and that is the American people. Because far too long, we have been sending Republicans, and, and again, you Democrats are horrible people. I, I, my apologies if that offends you, but you're just very bad people. Very bad people. But, but at least you live up to your word, and we appreciate that. At least you're when you tell people that you're going to go to to Washington, D.C., and you're going to do your best to kill babies on their birth date, you you deliver on those promises. Again, evil, despicable, but at least you're people of your word. The Republicans, on the, on the other hand, not so much. And how many times on this program have we shared uh, your disgust with the Republicans who tell you one thing on the campaign trail and then go to Washington, D.C. and do the exact opposite? Now, look. You may think that Matt Gates is is a used car salesman. You may think that he is a sleazy guy. You may think that he's not trustworthy, that he's a womanizer, that he's whatever. You may you may think he's the worst person on the planet. But Matt Gates actually did what we've been demanding Congress do all along. There has to be a price to pay if you break your word. And ladies and gentlemen, yesterday we got to see that, and it has enraged, enraged the left. It has enraged the establishment Republicans. It has enraged Fox News Channel, and even Speaker Newt. I mean, the the list goes on. I everybody's upset at Matt Gates, but nobody seems to be upset at Kevin McCarthy for violating his word, for going back on what he promised the American people going back on what he promised the Republican caucus. And then you have the acting speaker acting like a fool. His name is Patrick McHenry. 
And McHenry is up there in his little bow tie. He's from North Carolina. He was up there from North Carolina. He's the acting Speaker of the House. And he gets up there, and he's got the big gavel, and he slams it down. Bam! And just huffs off. You despicable little conservative, you. And then just, what a weasel, just weasels off. So I have a lot of questions about Kevin McCarthy today. And um, also we want to know from you, who do you think is going to be the guy? Who should be replacing Kevin McCarthy in the speaker's chair? A lot of people are saying, well, uh, it ought to be Steve Scalise. Uh, there's now Jim Jordan now confirms that that he's going to be running for House Speaker, and there's actually a movement afoot to draft Donald John Trump. Uh, President Trump a few moments ago was asked about that, and uh, I think we actually have that audio. Let's take a listen. It's this may be a little hard to hear, but uh, this is President Trump just moments ago. Who should be Speaker? Who should be Speaker? Who should be Speaker, Mr. President? Uh, a lot of people have been calling me about Speaker. All I can say is we'll do whatever is best for the country and for the Republican would, Party. Would you take the job? Would you take the job? We have some great, great people. Would you take the job? A lot of people have asked me about it. I'm focused. You know, we're leading. I don't know you. I'm sure you don't read too much in the papers. But we're leading my life. 50 points for president. You know, my focus is totally on that. If I can help them during the process, I would do it. Well, we have some great people in the Republican Party that could do a great job as speaker. All right, so there you have it. Uh, the question, who do you think should be the next speaker of the House, ladies and gentlemen? 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. Newt Gingrich said the eight Republicans who voted against McCarthy are traitors. Cut number six. 96% of the Republicans voted for McCarthy. 4% voted against him. From my position as a longtime Republican activist, they're traitors. All eight of them should, in fact, be primaried. They should all be driven out of public life. What they did was to go to the other team to cause total chaos. We ought to be focusing on Biden. We ought to be focusing on the economy. We ought to be focusing on the border. Instead, you're going to get a week or 10 days of the media focusing on Republican disarray. It's an astonishingly destructive behavior by a handful of egocentric people who think they're superior to 96% of the conference. You know, it's funny. That's exactly what Newt Gingrich did by the, back when uh, he became Speaker of the House. So and my question, and we love Speaker Newt here, but I think he's wrong on this. So is Speaker Newt going to get out and apologize for what he did leading that great revolution back in the 1990s? Because he did exactly the same thing that these eight Republicans did yesterday. You can't have it both ways, Speaker Newt. Sorry, but you can't do that. So I my concern is this, and it's a very simple thing. Kevin McCarthy made a series of promises. He failed to live up to those obligations. I wish he had. I really do. I wish he would have delivered on those promises. But we all knew that was not going to happen when he sent the entire Congress home for the month of August. They knew they had work to do, but he sent them home. By the way, this moron in the uh, in the bow tie, McHenry, I'm not, a, I'm not a moron. I'm just very upset, and I have a very big gavel. That moron, McHenry, what did he do? He said, we're, we're going we're gonna to send everybody home. No, 
you pick us. We hire you people. We elect you people. We pay you people to get up there and do a job. You lock yourself in a room and you get yourself a new speaker. You don't wait another week or two weeks or three weeks. You do it right now. These people are morons, all of them. Unbelievable. But the reality here is that McCarthy had to go because you could not trust him. By the way, that was the dirty secret on Capitol Hill. Everybody knew that. McCarthy would tell you one thing, and then he would go out and do another. And by the way, the clue that this was going to go south was after the second vote, right? The second vote they had to take to try to make him Speaker of the House. He gave away the, the farm, this guy did. And why is it? Because he lusted after power. He craved power, and he was going to say and do anything possible, anything necessary to get power. So there was, there's a little, there's so many different sidebars here, but I think this one thing really sums up who Kevin McCarthy truly is. Nancy Pelosi is a snake. Todd, how can you say that? She's a grandmother. Okay, she's an old snake. Nancy Pelosi tried to destroy Donald Trump. She tried to destroy the conservative movement. She is a very bad person. And what did Kevin McCarthy do? He gave her an office of honor. He gave her a special hideaway office. There are not many, and he gave her one, and he gave Steny Hoyer one. My question is why? Why was Kevin McCarthy going out of his way to to take care of Nancy Pelosi and Steny Hoyer? Why would he do that? Why would he deny a member of his own caucus that beautiful office, and he would give it to Nancy Pelosi? And here's the other question. If he's, if he's doing those kinds of things in private, what else is he doing to help the Democrats? And somebody has to explain to me exactly why, why Kevin McCarthy was working out a side deal with Joe Biden and the Democrats to fund Ukraine, even though the caucus did not want that to happen. Somebody just needs to explain that to me. So all that to say, this was a bad guy, and he needed to be removed. Got to take a break. 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Starn Show. I can't believe this story is happening in America. In Oregon, state officials there are stopping a Christian mother, Jessica Bates, from adopting children because of her beliefs. Folks, this is blatant religious discrimination. And I'm so glad my friends at Alliance Defending Freedom are standing up to stop it. But they need your help. Join with ADF and become a champion for freedom. ADF is on the front lines defending clients like Jessica in court free of charge when their First Amendment freedoms and God-given rights are violated. But they can't do it without your help. Just $19 a month or more will help fuel the fight to protect our freedoms and people like Jessica. Visit ToddStearns.com. That's ToddStearns.com and click the Champion for Freedom banner. Pledge your monthly gift of $19 or more to ADF or... Give your most generous one-time gift. And thanks to a friend at ADF, that first gift will be matched. Visit ToddSterns.com or call 855-417-6556. All right, welcome back to the Touchstarns Radio Show. Full lines, hang tight. We're going to get to your calls. Uh, I do want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Congressman Bob Good joins us. Uh, Congressman, you were one of the eight, 
And I, I want to get your reaction to some of the things that are being said about you and the others, including from Speaker Newt Gingrich, who um, called you a traitor and said you need to be primary. Well, I suppose uh, Speaker Gingrich, to the degree that anybody cares what he thinks anymore after 30 years, but uh, I suppose he cannot separate himself from the swamp system for which he was a beneficiary, and he rose to the top by playing the swamp games, and he can only look at things through the lens of the former speaker who wouldn't want any members, you know, uh, asserting their own rights as members against him as a speaker, and so I suppose that colors what he thinks. But so if he thinks it's traitorous to be against uh, Republicans surrendering to the Biden-Pelosi-Schumer regime, uh, he thinks it's traitorous to keep in place all of the Pelosi-Biden-Schumer spending that's destroying the country and bankrupting the country, and that we should be passing uh, continuing resolutions with almost exclusively Democrat votes, certainly 209 to 1 in the House and 51 to 0 in the Senate. If he thinks that's the definition of, of being a traitor, uh, I would say that he's mis- misguided and that uh, most Republicans wouldn't agree with that. I, I am just, it's amazing to watch, even in the talk radio world, Congressman, you've got people like Mark Levin, who literally called Matt Gates a POS. I'm not going to re- share what that means. You can Google it, uh, senior citizens, if you don't know. Uh, but here's what I wrote on Twitter in response to all of this. It's uh, Dear Republican Party and Conservative Television, all that rage you're directing at Matt Gates and the eight right now, that scorched earth anger, the bloodlust to destroy them, why aren't you that fired up over fiscal responsibility, securing the border, holding the Biden crime syndicate accountable, or dismantling the weaponized deep state? You've got the majority act like it. Did I get anything wrong you're, there? Well said, Todd. Uh, these faux, phony, false, fake conservatives who make a living off of calling for Republicans to fight against the establishment, to stand up for once and not to surrender and not to give in. They're like fans in the stands, and forgive me, but that's what they are, screaming down at the team on the field to go for it on fourth down, throw the ball downfield. And then when they do that, they're the ones booing them uh, when they do with that, which they've claimed that that's what they want to do if it doesn't work out the way they think that it should work out. Uh, these these individuals make a living off pretending to be conservatives, but they're anything but. As you could tell from them back in January, they are addicted to the status quo. They are addicted to uh, access to those the elites. Uh, they are they are they are part of what they say they don't stand for, which is the donor class, K Street, the Wall Street lobbyists, and so forth. And that manifests itself whenever the throne is challenged. Instead of encouraging those willing to take personal risks to make that challenge, to bring true change to the uniparty system, the swamp cartel, they're the first ones to be giving us incoming fire from the back, friendly fire in our backs as we're doing that thing that they claim that they want our, our Congress members to have the courage to do. So, Congressman, one of the big concerns I've had, and look, I don't think anybody's coming out you know, smelling like a rose here. Um, my concern is, uh, Matt Gates, move forward with all of this. What do we have a plan? Is there a plan? We've been asking that oh, question I, for weeks now. I, so, is there a plan? Absolutely, and it, it, it's, it's a little bit of a false, a, a misconceived question. I'll say it that way because back in January, and then again up until yesterday, oh, you guys don't have a plan. You don't have a candidate. No one in January, and no one until yesterday and I said this repeatedly, is going to no one with stature and influence and credibility across the conference that could get 218 votes 
is going to uh, threaten the throne by raising their hands and saying, yes, I'll take on the speaker while he is still the speaker or the presumptive speaker because of the consequence of the retaliation. And quite frankly, those who rise to influence the conference, they do so by playing the game, for lack of a better word. Uh, the, the speaker himself being the epitome of that. And as I told everyone, as soon as the speaker is dethroned, we will have a number of qualified quality candidates raising their hands. And you've got a half dozen or so who've said you've got Kevin Hearn from Oklahoma, Jim Jordan from Ohio, Steve Scalise from Louisiana, uh, and others uh, who have said, hey, I, I'm interested. I'm throwing my hat in the ring. And they're beginning to try to reach out to members, arrange meetings, and to be vetted. And, Todd, what will be great is we will have a contest in a competition, not a coronation. We won't have, oh, next in line, this is the person everybody has to vote for. If you don't, you will be in trouble with your committee assignments, money for your campaigns, and so forth. You've got to support the company line. No, they will have to earn it. And by definition, we will be unified because 218, hopefully 221, will vote together to select that person in the conference committee. We're having a candidate forum uh, a Friday, or excuse me, Tuesday night. And then we'll come back out on the floor once we get to 218, again, hopefully 221. It's unanimous on the first vote from Republicans, and we'll vote it on the House floor. Who do you like? Who are you backing for speaker? I am going to continue to re- resist putting uh, my, my favorite out there, if you will, and or, or my thumb on the scale. I'm going to be open-minded to it. There's a few of those that I like. There's a, there's, I, I respect these individuals. I think we're going to do much better. I think the person will reflect the conservative center of the conference. Uh, who ultimately becomes speaker. I want a fighter. I want somebody with leadership qualities. I want someone who will drive us to do everything we can to fight the Pelosi-Biden-Schumer agenda, which we have been sorely lacking, uh, that will fight for something besides just becoming speaker, which is what we have had. Um, So I'm going to resist and wait until we have the candidate forum, uh, but uh, looking forward to vetting and debating and challenging these candidates on what they will do differently and what their commitments will be. And there's certainly some things that I'm looking for in that speaker. All right, Congressman Bob Good from Virginia on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line. We've got about 90 seconds here, Congressman. One of the things that just drove me insane uh, yesterday, I know this sounds petty, uh, Nancy Pelosi evicted from a special hideaway office that Kevin McCarthy had provided for her, and I believe Steny Hoyer as well. This is somebody who tried to destroy Donald Trump and has been trying to destroy the conservative movement, and he's going above and beyond to give her a special place of honor. Yeah, I didn't know, honestly, anything about that. So I've started hearing media reports that apparently, according to reports, uh, speaker, temporary speaker, interim speaker McHenry has kicked them out. Frankly, if you're not in the position anymore, you're not entitled to any special accommodations or special privileges. You ought to be treated like a regular member. You might would argue that 80-something years old, they probably ought to retire. Uh, they're the best and the brightest that their district has to offer, but certainly that's up to their constituents. But I, but I didn't know they were getting special treatment to that effect, and if they are, I'm glad it's coming to a conclusion. Well, and it says a lot about what, what else. I, I want to know what else was going on behind the scenes and what other deals were being hashed between McCarthy and, and the, the Democrats. So, All right, uh, well Congressman, appreciate uh, you calling in today. Hang in there. And, uh, folks, it is tough. I mean, what those eight lawmakers did, there are, there are targets on their backs now. And what they did, they did for the American people. Um, 844-747-8868. We're going to your phones. We're taking your calls for the rest of this hour. Who do you think ought to be the next speaker? And did the Republicans do the right thing, those eight? Did they do the right thing by removing McCarthy? 844-747-8868. Head over to ToddSterns.com, by the way, and be sure to support 
our Radiothon. We are raising money all this month for our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom. We are looking for 20 of you to sign up and become monthly donors to ADF. You can do that by clicking our, our Become a Champion for Freedom banner over at ToddStarns.com. We'll be right back. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304. And start investing today. All right. By the way, President Trump back in court, day three of the fraud trial. And that crazy judge issuing a gag order. I mean, that... Folks, if you want to see the weaponization of the justice system, just watch this trial. All right, as promised, we're going right to the phones, 844-747-8868. Let's start in Tennessee. Amanda is on the line. Amanda, what say you? I think uh, Speaker of the House, him being removed, was a good thing. I mean, because... uh, He's the one that showed us who the real traitor was. Um, They give him a chance, and he proved that he was in the Democrats' back pocket um, all all this time. And those that are crying about this is too late, too late, too late, well, if they'd done their job and getting the budget um, straightened out like they should have done earlier this year, when um, it wouldn't have been too late. But as of now, I mean... Here we go, 15 days down the road from here, and we're going to vote all over again, and we're going to still be in the same situation we are right now. We're not going to have what we want or what we need to have done to curb the spending and stop all of this unnecessary um, monies going out to places that it doesn't need to go to, and we're not going to have our border secure, and we're still going to be you know, stuck with the trader that we've had. You know, Amanda, it's interesting. We've we've had all these hearings, uh, all the information about Hunter Biden and the laptop and the videos and the hookers and cocaine, pardon me. Um, but we have yet to see Hunter Biden be subpoenaed by the House exactly. of Representatives. I mean, what, what, are, what are they waiting on? Uh, and again, this goes back to what exactly is McCarthy doing and, and why was he, why was he stopping the conservatives from doing what they were elected to do. Exactly. I mean, and it, like I said, he's in their back pocket. Mm. I mean, he's, well, look, he gave Nancy Pelosi her own little private office, and 
So, yeah, I mean, he's in their back pocket. Yeah, it's it's a convincing. Uh, who do you like, Amanda? Who who do you think ought to be the next speaker? Oh, that one's a hard one. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Trump would be awesome, but I kind of want him back in there as president. Well, he can do both. Uh, you know, it well, is possible for him to do both. And imagine this, Amanda. He goes in and he gets the House of Representatives straightened out. Um, he, this could be a good thing for him out on the campaign trail. That is true. And if he can do both, let's go for it. Go for it. Um, I, can I say one more thing about real, yeah, real um, quick. Uh, Nikki Haley? I'm sorry. Everybody is likes her, but I'm sorry. She is a turncoat also. She caved to her, um, to the, to the, um, black people or the anti-Confederate and had all the, um, Confederate statues removed and all that stuff taken down. And I'm sorry if she can fold that easily on that, she can fold easily on other things too. I think the only thing Haley did was take down the state flag, which had some sort of a Confederate logo. I'm trying to remember back, um, that was uh, back when she was governor of South Carolina. But Amanda, a lot of people hold that against her, and uh, they accuse Nikki Haley of being right up there with the first of the of the cancel culture movement. So Amanda, appreciate the call. Thank you for listening. Appreciate that. Let's go to Irene in North Carolina. Irene, what's on your mind today? Hi, Todd. Um, I agree with what Amanda just said about McCarthy. I think what Matt Gates did was wonderful. I haven't trusted McCarthy from day one, especially after not releasing the rest of the January 6th tapes. The poor people are sitting in jail and nothing is being done. And I don't, I would love Trump as speaker and president if he could do it. But I think taking the step down as speaker, I don't think he would want that. And well, for speaker, I'm sorry. Yeah, go now. Now you've got uh, Jim Jordan. It's interesting. Jim Jordan for for a good year has been like, I don't want it, don't want it, don't want it. Then all of a sudden, he comes out with this uh, this letter, this campaign to be the next speaker. Now I think he wants it. I think he wants it. I would love. I would love Carrie Lake. Really? Speaker of the House. All right. You yes, know she, I would. Well, you know she's running. She just threw in for the uh, U.S. Senate there Senate. In, in Arizona. But I would love her for Speaker of the House, not for VP. I would love Rick Rennell for VP. Just saying, he knows so much foreign policy. He's just for Trump, and I think he would get things done. All right. Well, Irene, we've got you down here and appreciate that. Irene from North Carolina listening to us on WSIC. She says, hey, um, what about Carrie Lake for Speaker of the House? 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. I mean, if Trump doesn't want it, you know, you've got MTG, uh, Troy Nels out there. Uh, They're trying to draft Trump to be Speaker. But I like Jim Jordan. I think he I think he would do a great job. I want to play some audio here. Uh, one of the big issues with Timber Chet was that Speaker McCarthy mocked his faith. Uh, Timber Chet, the congressman from East Tennessee, is um, a Christian man. Cut number three. 
Steve Scalise, who, who do you think might have the votes uh, to lead your party and the, and the House? All three of those would be excellent choices, and I think they could do an excellent job. They're honorable men, to me at least, and they've never, they've never openly mocked me anyway. And they, they, they sure as heck have always kept their word to me. So, and there's several others that have whispered in my ear during all this. And, of course, I don't want to out them. I understand that they have to keep their, their secrecy about them. But there, there are several milling around that are, that are very interested in doing this. Another, um, Mark Green from Tennessee is somebody that people have been talking about. So there are several out there that people are talking about. I'm sorry, but like, I just find this so, so shocking. What exactly did he say to mock your faith, sir? It really doesn't matter. Um, uh, it was just the fact that I'd, I'd publicly stated on your station, I think this morning, that I that I was praying about it, and I was, you know, I had two paths to go: either go with my friend or go with my conscience. And I was praying that God would tell me what to do, which He does. You know, my daddy fought in the Pacific in the Second World War, and he talked about prayer a lot. And we were the Burchetts are praying people, and and so um, I asked God for for to show me what the right thing to do is, and I'm not proselytizing to you. I'm not trying to save your soul, but that's the path I go down on a lot of on a lot of bills. I pray for my wife. I pray for my daughter. I pray for my enemies. I pray for the speaker. I pray for this president. You know, and when things come up, I, I pray for his son. And I, as a Christian, that's what I'm supposed to do. But when someone mocks me like that and mocks my religion, and honestly, the Bible is pretty clear about God being mocked. So I, I, that 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 that's what sealed it right there for me. I said, "This is not the this is not the quality or the character of person that I want as Speaker of the United States." Yeah, I can't understand that at all. Do you expect um, that before you go to bed tonight, sir, that you'll have a new Speaker? I have no earthly idea, brother. All right. So the allegation there is that Speaker McCarthy mocked Tim Burchett. We I have asked for the details. Uh, you just heard the reporter there asking for the details of of how exactly, but it really doesn't matter. Burchett, I know him to be a man of honor, a man of his word, and he's not going to lie about something like that. And so that brings us to Fox and Friends this morning. Any of you people still watch that nonsense? I'm telling you, Brian Kilmeade is, this is just, what you're about to hear is is just shameful. And I don't know if Kilmeade was just having a bad day or if or if he and, and Kevin McCarthy are BFFs, I don't know. But Brian Kilbeat on Fox and Friends was literally mocking Congressman Burchett. Take a listen. Are you happy following Matt Gates? Is that your leader? I'm not following Matt Gates. I made my own decision. I didn't ask Matt. But if Matt Gates didn't approval, challenge, you weren't going to challenge. Do what? If Matt Gates I, now, didn't stand up, you weren't going to challenge. You know I that. Believe I, I believe I would have. Oh, come I on. I, and they're, and they're, oh, well, please, you, you know, were praying please, about please. it one minute. The next minute you're going to lead an insurgency? And, so you don't think that praying about it's important? Is that what you're saying? One, one minute you're, you know, praying you're praying about how you're going to vote with Matt Gates, and the next minute you're going to lead an insurgency? Listen, you got a predetermined answer to everything. I, I no, I have, about an, it. I have an opinion about what's going on. Do you have and an opinion, t- too? You know what? Shame on, shame on you, Brian Kilmeade, and shame on Fox and Friends. But I'm just going to tell you, folks, these people pander to you Christians out there. All you evangelicals, they're pandering to you over at Fox News. They don't care about you. They mock you. That's what that was all about. And you got to see a little, little bit of it creep out. Every now and again, they'll, they'll have their host get up there, and you've seen it. And it's really off-putting because they'll be in the middle of, of just a random thing. They'll be doing like a, a recipe segment because they're all about their cookbooks now over at Fox and Friends. 
and they'll be like, they'll just be having a random conversation. And this is how it works. I, this just aggravates me to no end. And it is just shameful because I worked hard when I was at Fox to, to really bring in those evangelical viewers and listeners and to say, hey, you've got a friend at the Fox News Corner of the World, but they'll be doing something like, all right, well, now you want to take the quinoa and you want to mix it with the tofu. These are the kinds of recipes they do now. You want to take the quinoa and mix it with the um, the tofu, and then you want to, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I just love Jesus. And then uh, you want to take the arugula and put it in the blender. And see, it's just crazy. And it is mocking people of faith. And they pander to you. I have no idea why in the world anybody watches that nonsense. But, but that's what that is all about right there. Shameful. Mocking a man because he prays to God. Wow. Uh, all right, let's go to our good buddy, Joe Ella J, Georgia. Hey, Joe, what's going on? Hey, Juan, a great program. I strongly agree with you on Jim Jordan. I think Jim Jordan would be much better than McCarthy. I think he's the best taxpayer champion in Washington. And I think you get Trump, and Trump is president, Jordan is a speaker of the House. I think you'll have the best combination in history. But I, Jordan will be much more conservative than McCarthy, and I strongly support him, and I'm calling everybody I know Todd and telling them we got to get Jordan in there, and I'm so thrilled that you, Todd Starnes, are supporting him because I think that will mean a tremendous to him, and so I'm really fired up. Yeah, Joe, I've been a big Jim Jordan fan for a, a long time. Um, I, I do want to, res- you know, at the at the time I wanted to respect his opinion, and at the at the time he said, "No, it's not for me," and so I'm like, "All right," but clearly now is the time, and I think he would make a great Speaker of the House. The the issue, though, Joe, and and you you're a money guy, so you know this. We have to pay as much attention to becoming fiscally conservative as we do going after the Biden family crime syndicate. Amen. We sure do. We got to cut spending. We got a thirty-three trillion dollar debt, and we need people up there that'll cut spending, cut taxes. And Tom, there's so much waste in government. I want to see somebody up there, and I think Jordan will go after the waste. There's so much waste. You know that every Every program in government's got tons of waste. So I'm supporting taxpayer champions like Jim Jordan and Donald Trump. We gotta we gotta cut waste, we gotta cut spending, and Todd Starnes, you're a great champion for the American taxpayer. Well, thank you for that, Joe. Good 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 hearing from you. Uh let's go to New York. Samuel on the line. Uh Samuel, what say you? All right, we don't have Samuel. All right, let's go to Deborah in North Carolina. Hi, Deborah. Hi, Todd. Todd, I was for Speaker McCarthy when they were doing the first votes. And then by the slip of the tongue, Biden, and I've never agreed with anything he's ever said, when he said that he and McCarthy had made a sideline deal, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, this is the first thing I've ever believed that ever come out of your mouth. And one more thing I want to say is they've charged Donald Trump with all this mess up there on January 6th. But let me ask a question. I listen to you guys talk shows all day, every day. And no one has brought up when they were burning the cities. 
Maxine Waters gets up there and says, burn, baby, burn. Encouraging them to me was to burn more when they should not have been burning to start with. Why hasn't anybody said anything about that? Answer that, Todd. Deborah, it's it's very clear. There's one set of rules governing people like Maxine Waters and the Democrats and another and another set for the rest of us. I mean, it really is that simple. And that's why we need rock-solid conservatives on Capitol Hill that are going to hold the line, that are going to crack down on this weaponization of the judicial system. I mean, look at what happened. Look at what happened in Chattanooga, Tennessee, just a couple of days ago, Deborah. And we talked about this briefly yesterday. You've got a 38-year-old businessman, a father of a newborn baby girl, three children, great family guy, well-respected business owner, gets attacked in downtown Chattanooga in the tourist district, shot in the back of the head. You know what I haven't seen? By the way, and the person who did it, Deborah, had been arrested 66 times. This guy should have been spending the rest of his life in jail. But according to the New York Post and their reporting, he had barely spent six months in jail for all 66 of those of those crimes. Deborah, did you, did you see anything on the national news about that? Did you see any t- national TV news anchors weeping and shedding tears for this man? Did you see the NAACP or Al Sharpton out there marching in the streets and demanding action? Did you see anything from the NAACP? No, you did not, Deborah. And I'm going to tell you why. Because under our way of life now, all lives do not matter. And that is a result of the policies coming out of Washington, D.C. Deborah, we got to run. Uh, appreciate the call. And it angers me, and it ought to anger all of us, that this has happened. We should be condemning all crime. We should be embracing all victims of crime. But that's not the way things are in America right now because of the radical progressives. All right, we've got to take a break. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. When the government used emergency edicts during COVID to restrict the gathering and worship of churches, three pastors facing the risk of imprisonment, unlimited fines, and their own churches being ripped apart, took a courageous stand and reopened their doors in the face of a world that chose to comply. The Essential Church is a feature-length documentary that explores the struggle between the church and government throughout history. This fascinating story uncovers those who've sacrificed their lives throughout history for what they truly believe in. We discover why the church is essential and how we prove that this stand remains true from a scientific, legal, and most importantly, biblical perspective. This is not your typical movie. It'll change your life. You need to see this movie with your friends and family. The Essential Church is streaming today exclusively at SalemNow.com. That's Essential Church, streaming at SalemNow.com. By the way, did you see Ilhan Omar yesterday on the uh, the House floor? Congressman Gates was um, was up there speaking, and there she is on video, and she is clearly lusting after the congressman. Did you see this? She was making uh, googly eyes, and she was licking her lips as she was gazing on the congressman. It was a a little off putting, if you will. So anyway, uh, no word from Ilhan Omar's brother. Um, I mean, that's just inappropriate, right? You don't want to cheat on your own family member. All right. And he's a married, isn't Congressman Gates a married man? Oh, there you go. 
Folks, all this month, we are launching a radiothon to help our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom, and they want to help you protect your God-given rights. And here's what we're asking you to do. We want you to be an ADF champion for freedom. And you say, Todd, how can I do that? It's very simple. All you have to do is invest $19 a month, and you can do that right now at toddsterns.com. Click on the banner at the very top of the page. Now, get this. Your first gift has doubled through a matching grant from a generous friend of ADF. So, folks, we want you to join the winning team at Alliance Defending Freedom. They are fighting for us every single day in the courtroom, and they're doing it without charging their clients a single penny. And the only way they're able to do that is because of your generosity. So, again, $19 a month. That's all we're asking. You can join the team by going to ToddSterns.com. That's ToddSterns.com. Or you can give them a call right now, 855-417-6556. That's 855-417-6556. All right, coming up, Liz Peak is going to be here. We have Timothy Head from the Faith and Freedom Coalition. Your calls as well. Hang tight, everybody. Hour two coming up. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns to get this amazing offer of the queen-size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1-800-839-8506. The offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns or call 800-839-8506, promo code Starns. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us, that's right, I love this American right. Todd Starnes. Boy, Jordan is the Speaker of the House, but I'm not so sure now. Uh, he said yesterday that he thought McCarthy had done a great job and that he should uh, stay as Speaker. Uh, so I don't agree. I want somebody like... Uh, Gates that's willing to shut down the government to keep the Democrats from uh, taking everything that they want. Uh, nobody will shut it down and just give it to them. Thank you. Hey, Todd, it's James from Arkansas. You know, uh, just a quick thought. Maybe if we had term limits, McCarthy would already be out of office, and this wouldn't be an issue to begin with, along with a lot of other members of Congress. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Ricky and Randy, uh, who sent us shout-outs. And you say, well, how can I do that? Well, it's really simple. A lot of times, uh, people during the lunch hour, you're not able to call in. Uh, you can do you can do that by going to our website. Um, you can also go to kwamradio.com and download the app, the uh, kwamradio, kwamradio.com. Download the app, 
And if you have the app, you can actually send us a shout-out by clicking on the app. It's very simple, and we appreciate Ricky and Randy and all of the folks who send us the shout-outs over on the app. Welcome, everybody, to Hour 2 of the Big Show, breaking news mode here. Uh, We're watching Day 3 of President Trump's civil fraud trial. That's a complete joke, by the way. And also uh, trying to figure out who's going to be the next Speaker of the House. And our good buddy Paul Shanklin uh, sent a note here. I want to read this to you because it makes a lot of sense. He says, Todd, the next Speaker cannot just be a conservative's conservative. It's got to be somebody who can explain what they are trying to do for the American people. McCarthy could not explain it because he wasn't planning on doing it. And he is, and he's absolutely right. McCarthy had no plan. And all you have to do is look at the calendar, right? Look at what was going to happen. 45 days, that's going to put us right in the middle of Thanksgiving. By the way, a lot of people are getting very nervous. And one of the reasons why the establishment Republicans are so upset is they were not able to get the funding for Ukraine. You see, Kevin McCarthy had a side deal with the Democrats to shove that funding bill through, and now McCarthy is out, and so is that funding bill. So look, we're going to be taking your calls here. Who do you think the next Speaker of the House should be? And there has been a pretty much no consensus so far on the on the program. 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. I want to go to Statesville, North Carolina. Bill is on the line. Hey, Bill, what you got for us? Hey, Todd. Uh, listen, this thing is playing out like a Tom Clancy novel, first two chapters. I'm worried about the succession. You know, number three in line is always speaker. There's no Republican in that spot now. And Lord knows what will happen with Joe Biden. And Kamala better look out because who goes in there if something happens to those two in the next three or four weeks? Now, that is a good question. We'll have to follow the we will we'll do some research on that. And I'll get back to you. There is an acting speaker. But as far as the as far as who replaces so if the vice president can't do the job, it goes to the secretary. It goes to the the uh, the speaker of the house. Um, we'll find out for you and get back to you. But that does it does kind of read like a um, a Tom Clancy novel. It does. Thank you. All right, Bill. Appreciate that call. I want to play some audio here from Ken Buck and uh, Congressman Buck. Really did I think an effective job of explaining the the issue with Kevin McCarthy? Cut number twelve. Well, yeah, um, I'll tell you what, he may not be the part of the team if he keeps talking that way because uh, he was high-fiving everybody like this was some great victory. We knew in January that we had to pass 12 appropriations bills. He and, and so many others wait till the very last minute to jam people with bad spending bills uh, with the excuse that the, the, the only option we had was to shut down government or spend too much money. That's not the option. He promised when he ran for speaker that we would have uh, 12 votes on 12 separate bills, um, and he did not fulfill that promise. Then he promised the the president a very high number on spending, and he promised uh, other Republicans in the House lower numbers. So he has made promises that conflict with each other. This had nothing to do with people wanting to shut down government. Nobody wanted to shut down government. But also, we we care very deeply about where this country is going to be with $36 trillion. So he just he did a, a really a masterful job of explaining this. It was very simple. Kevin McCarthy would tell you one thing, and he would turn around and tell somebody else something completely different. You cannot trust a person like that. That's the problem here, and that had to be fixed. But we knew this was a problem all along. 
So the Republicans really have no one to blame but themselves. And whether or not Matt Gates is a is the bad guy or the villain here or not, I don't believe he is. I mean, is he pure as the driven snow? Absolutely not. But the reality is Gates was in a position to do what should have been done a long time ago. By the way, here is Matt Gates uh, demolishing Congress in all of 30 seconds. Cut one. And when it comes to how those raise money, I take no lecture on asking patriotic Americans to weigh in and contribute to this fight from those who would grovel and bend knee for the lobbyists and special interests who own our leadership, who have, oh, boo all you want, who have hollowed out this town and have borrowed against the future of our future generations. I'll be happy to fund my political operation through the work of hardworking Americans, 10 and 20 and $30 at a time, and you all keep showing up at the lobbyist fundraisers and see how that goes for you all right good for you it's true every single thing he said is true this is this is the issue i we've been asking a lot of these lawmakers coming on and we we've had people that support gates and those who don't but here's the question nobody wants to answer what what is he saying that's wrong has he said anything that is not true about kevin mccarthy and nobody's nobody's willing to answer that question Uh, Let's go to Patty in Statesville, North Carolina, WSIC, our rockin' affiliate there. Hi, Patty. Hi, how's my guy doing? How's your leg doing? Patty, doing well, uh, heading to the doctor later this week, so um, hopefully we'll get a good report. Good for you. Well, you better, you know, uh, I love you, Todd, and um, you speak your mind, and you know what? Not many people are doing that. They're all... Here comes all the Judases, right? <laughs> oh my word! It's it's. I mean, it happens all the time. But the number this go around, it's really kind of jaw dropping. Oh yeah, we got the Punches Pilots and the Judas. <laughs> wow, getting biblical on us. Oh well, whatever. That's usually not me, though. Uh, I want to make a comment. Uh, Jim Jordan or MTG? I think she's tough. I think she would subpoena everybody. Oh, so you think MTG may be a a good speaker? Oh, but you know what? She's already got Austin down to making a dollar for his, uh, didn't she bring that to the floor? He's making a dollar for his paycheck now. It's true. I forgot about that. That's a good point. Yes, she passed that. I'm telling you, you need somebody in there. This should have been done in January. Jim Jordan should have taken that job in January. I, I agree with you, and and it's sad that that he that he didn't, um, because we do need someone. I think I think Shanklin's right. We need someone that can effectively communicate the conservative issues. And McCarthy, in his heart, is just he's an establishment Republican, and he's not a conservative, and that's why he really could not effectively explain the the platform and what they were trying to do. He really didn't have buy in. He was forced to have buy in because he wanted the gig. Well, you know, he's also, you know, and I, I'm, I'm just going to say this. He's in bed with, with with the Democratic Party. He's in bed with Nancy Pelosi. I mean, you know, her with her little hideaway and Steny Hoyer with his little hideaway. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm in North Carolina. McHenry, he evicted her. <laughs> he evicted her. I'm so happy for that. Yeah, I was surprised he did that. Uh, actually, we have the audio here. Uh, this is McHenry uh, banging the the big gavel. Chair declares the House in recess, subject to the call of the chair. Oh, 
Holy cow, Patty! I thought I thought the gamble was going to like fall I know, apart. I, I love him. I, I love McHenry. The tie's got to go though. Okay, yeah, the tie's got to go. But anyway, he, that was pretty petty fun. though. You know, he's a big McCarthy guy. He was pitching a hissy fit up there. <laughs> but you know, I want to make one more comment. Why is it now, poor Trump, going through all this? Why is Lakeisha James? If you ever look at her, the poor woman needs an enema. She looks like you ever see her face. Oh, she she's, looks like she's she think, you think she's constipated. She's oh, backed oh, up. Look at her face. She looks horrible. Oh. She she sits there with that look on her face, like she needs to go, man. Yeah, got it. Well, she may have to go, but she can't. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. But you know what, Jordan or MTG, I think both. I think either one would be great. All right, good stuff, Patty. Good talking, and uh, thanks for the update on the uh, digestive issues of Letitia James. So that's never good. You gotta, you know, when you reach a certain age, you gotta have a little bit more fiber in the diet, right? You gotta keep the plumb. You you don't want to get clogged up. You know what I mean? All right, eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. Jeez, hello. That's eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. So, look, uh, we're very excited, folks, because all this month we are involved in a radiothon, and we're raising money for our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom. They are the world's largest legal ministry, and, folks, they're committed to protecting your religious freedoms and your free speech, and they need our help. By the way, in the past year, ADF, their work has resulted in the Supreme Court decision in 303 Creative versus Ellenus. That was a resounding victory for free speech. The court affirmed the government cannot force Americans to say something they don't believe. That was win number 15 of the Supreme Court for ADF. Not too bad. Uh, They also continue their efforts to protect women and girls, including uh, moves toward rolling back changes made by the Obama and Biden administrations that removed important safeguards and made chemical abortion drugs even more widely available. And they've had victories for clients like the Tennis family. Uh, They were blacklisted by a local farmer's market. You know why? Because they believe that marriage is between one man and and one woman, and the the local farmer's market said, you can't sell your blueberries here anymore. I mean, that's crazy. And this is why I'm urging you to go to ToddSterns.com right now and click on the Be a Champion for Freedom banner. Uh, One of ADF's most important divisions is the Center for Conscious Initiatives. They defend the rights of anyone being punished for expressing their views because of political or religious bias. Now, Rachel Rouleau is the legal counsel to the center, and she says by supporting ADF, you're going to join a winning team. At Alliance Defending Freedom, we don't just stand for freedom, but we also win. We are very good at winning. Alliance Defending Freedom has won 15 victories at the Supreme Court since 2011, and we're winning nearly 80% of our cases. And so we're very grateful to the Lord that he's given us a platform to continue to fight for religious freedom. And that's how I feel. Like we push back on the culture is that we continue to press into God's truth and ensuring that religious freedom stands in America. So we're raising $20,000. That's our show's goal. And I believe this audience, and you guys are very generous, um, I believe we're going to be able to hit that goal. So your $19 a month donation to Alliance Defending Freedom breaks down to just $0.63 a day. That's it. And it really is the best bargain in America. I mean, what what can you get for $0.63 a day? That $0.63 a day is going to help defend your rights and the rights of your children and your grandchildren. So I want to urge you to go to ToddSterns.com right now and click on the Be a Champion of Freedom banner. Do it right now. Be a Champion of Freedom banner. 
invest in Elias Defending Freedom, you can also call them, 855-417-6556. That's 855-417-6556. Become a champion for freedom by supporting Elias Defending Freedom at ToddStarns.com. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, welcome back. Good to have you with us. So yesterday, a horrible story. They had a uh, they had an active shooter. Some some guy opened fire over at Mo- on Morgan State uh, University's campus. Uh, our great listeners on WCBM, you guys know where that is in Baltimore. And uh, it was a pretty terrible thing. Uh, five people were shot. Everybody's going to be okay. But uh, Fox News, you know how the, the TV stations they do the wall to wall coverage. And uh, last night during Fox's wall-to-wall coverage, they got they got trolled by a Trump fan. And I want you to listen to what happened on Fox News. Trace Gallagher is the anchor. And that's where they declare a Mr. and a Miss Morgan State. And we've got Tyrone on the phone with us now. Tyrone, when you say poker game, what exactly happened? What transpired? Well, first we were watching. We all get together every Tuesday night, and we watch... Tucker Carlson's show on X. We used to watch him on Fox News. Obviously, he's not there no more. Mm-hmm. And still being the most credible guy in the media in America, we always get together to watch Tucker Carlson. And I think he's doing probably better now that he's not with Fox News because the corporate media always controls what yeah. the teleprompter readers are able to say. And now that he doesn't Thank have you, that hand Thank you, can we back. Maybe we can work to get Don back on the phone, Tracy. We can get that. Clearly, that was not a student at Morgan State University. <laughs> no. That was not Tyrone from Morgan State, which, by the way, is a historically black university. So it took me all of I was watching that live last night when that happened. It took me all of three seconds to realize that Tyrone wasn't who he said he was. And by the way, the second clue was Tyrone from Morgan State was watching Tucker Carlson. (laughs) Anyway, it turns out that Mark Dice is the guy who uh, who who prank called, but he says, no, 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 no. That was not a prank call. He's calling it culture jamming. He says, that was me who culture jammed Fox News live on the air. While shootings of any kind are terrible, it's and it's important to inform people about potential danger, cable news always exploits tragedies in order to keep the viewers glued to their screens and fill the airtime with anything available. That's true. In this case, some random caller whose name and identity they didn't even bother to verify before putting on air 
as someone who supposedly knows what really happened. Oh, jeez, Alou. Well, it's look, case it's 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 a case well made. He says many people are saying I prank called Fox, but that's not true. I culture jammed them. It wasn't a prank call. Culture culture jamming is when you subvert the media in a creative way in order to use that same form of media to critique media itself. All right, yeah, but it was like a prank call, dude. Come on. All right, uh, let's go to the phones. Jerry in Iowa. Hi, Jerry, what's on your mind? Uh, Hello, Todd. Um, About who's going to be the next Speaker of the House. And I think that when it comes to fiscal matters, they're going to be an impossible, whoever it is, it's going to be an impossible double-bind situation. And it can only be a compromiser or a scapegoat. And this is how it's set up to go on forever. The compromiser will increase spending forever and ever, and the conservatives will gripe about it. But if it's a scapegoat, it'll be someone who uh, talks conservative, promises to hold the line, and stop the insane spending, and then that will lead to a government shutdown, in which case that person will be the, the, the scapegoat. They will get crucified. And the reason why is because the American people themselves do not have the will to stop spending because they've become distracted and immoral. So I hate to be negative about it, but it's the rep, all our elected people are truly an expression of our own will and morality. Oh, so well, it's, it's, yeah, I, I no, I get that. But I'm telling you, Jerry, I, I think if we get a Jim Jordan in there, or especially Donald Trump, I, I think they're going to be able to fix this. I'm, I am hopeful here. This is not doom and gloom. I, I think this is a good move. Jerry, we got to run. They're going to cut me off. We'll be right back. All right, President Biden uh, just announced another $9 billion in student debt relief. That's the breaking news of this hour. I'm telling you, a lot happening in Washington. That's $9 billion. So you have to bust your butt out on the job, and the government's going to take that money, and it's going to give that money to a lazy college student who refuses to pay off their loans. I, I I just want you to understand what's really going on here. Well, look, uh, the other big story, of course, uh, Kevin McCarthy now announcing he will not try another run at the uh, speakership. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Our good friend, the Fox News columnist, Liz Peake, joins us. Liz, wow. Uh, What's your take on what happened and where do we go now? Well, uh, interestingly, your lead-in piece right there about Joe Biden and student loan forgiveness is kind of all part of the same issue, isn't it? I mean, we have a problem, and our problem is that Joe Biden's approach to governing is basically to continue to spend trillions and trillions of dollars that our economy doesn't need and that basically go to pay off various interest groups that support Joe Biden and his fellow Democrats. That's what this squabble in Congress should be about, Todd. I'm afraid it is not what the squabble in Congress is about. I think it became a very personal thing between Matt Getz, who, who pretends that it's all about higher principles and so forth, I think it's basically personal animus that he has versus Kevin McCarthy, who basically allowed an ethics inquiry into Matt Gates to go forward 
uh, and and the Florida Republican who was just furious about it. So this is not a good place where we should be. And I think I wrote a piece about this today. And, and, you know, obviously some people think that this is great. These guys are standing up for principle. We have to put our foot down. I don't think they understand how our government works. I mean, we have a divided government. You can put through spending bills that call for cutting spending 40%. Guess what? They are dead on arrival in the Senate. The Senate and the House have to get together. The Senate, hello, is controlled by Democrats. So there is only so much that uh, the Republicans have to do. And if you actually care about these issues, your number one goal in life right now, and this is mine and it should be all of ours, is to elect more Republicans and get Joe Biden out of the White House and get a Republican in there instead. And you know what? This circular firing squad that is going on in the House, it's ridiculous. And it is not helpful to the cause of putting our country back on the right track. And I hope that's what all Republicans are trying to do. Although, boy, right now, it's hard to tell. So is there anything that Matt Gates alleged that's that's a lie? We've been asking this of every congressperson that's come on the program over the past week or so, and no one's been able to point that out there. And I get it. I mean, Matt Gates may be a snake in the grass. My question is, did he say anything? Has he alleged anything that is a flat-out lie? Well, my view is yes, because he is basically accusing uh, Kevin McCarthy of not following the promises he made what were those promises? Well, to restore regular order. Guess what? That has happened. Under Nancy Pelosi, all regular order in the Congress came to a halt. People could not add amendments on the floor, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? Guess what? Kevin McCarthy brought that back to his eternal credit. All this talk about 12 separate spending bills. What do you think they've been doing? I mean, they didn't get them done. Why didn't they get them done? Because people like Matt Guess and his colleagues insisted on including in those spending bills provisions that, again, we're not going to get anywhere in the Democrat-led Senate. So, you know, uh, yes, I think he has misrepresented this situation. I think Kevin McCarthy was trying to do the right thing. They've got 70 percent of the budget passed on separate, hello, spending bills. Uh, I think they were working towards some others which are more contentious. But also there is something about governing, Todd, that is more than just railing and, you know, waving your fists in the air. That isn't how you get things done. And by the way, I would like to point out that on Matt Getz's, uh website, he, he brags about the $600 million that he brought back to his district uh, in, in something to do with military installations in his district. Okay, what is that? That is typical congressional pork. That's how all these guys operate. In his case, he has a district where he basically, unless he's primaried, he wins forever. Mike Lawler in the state of New York is fighting Democrats every step of the way to get elected and to stay in his seat. One guy, Matt Guest, could care less about Republicans like that. But guess what? We're not going to have a majority in the Congress unless we appeal to people like that and to the voters that back them. That's the point of this fight. So here we are, and uh, I know this was a big shock for Kevin McCarthy. Apparently, he didn't realize that they they had part of the responsibility was actually figuring out a way to put together you know the budget, 
And um, now they need what forty five more that's, days. That's this con- not true. No, this continuing they resolution. They've been on the budget for months. Oh, they have. So why do they need forty five more days? Because it why didn't did they get take done? off in the month why of August? Done? Why didn't it get done? Because these hardliners. But sorry, but Liz, because these hardliners kept throwing things into the bills that were unacceptable. Could that not have been addressed though in August? Instead of taking time off. Why not just stay there and work all of this out and and get it done? I think it is very frustrating the job did not get done. I don't think it is all on Kevin McCarthy that it did not get done. Oh, no, I think it's on the Republican Party. I can't wait to see in the next round how whoever it is that these guys vote for manages this process any better. I'm really interested to see that happen. Well, yeah, I'm with you on that. I think the problem was the Republican Party, back when they were selecting a speaker, everybody everybody who was breathing knew after every one of those votes, McCarthy was making deals that he was not going to be able to keep. But this is this was the bed they decided to make and lie in, and now, we're, now here we are. So, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think the next speaker could very well be in the same boat, you know, if somebody somebody has a problem. Yeah, I mean, what they're going to have to do is change the rules because it's unacceptable that one disgruntled member uh, and then ultimately, uh, what is it, 4% get to really kind of cast the tide for all the, uh, the other 96%. That's not really a very democratic process. I think they will have to vote on a rules change. The incoming speaker is going to have to insist on, I don't know, pick a number, 20 people or something like that required uh, to make a motion to vacate the chair. And that is kind of where we'll go back to sort of what's normal. I think McCarthy did have to make that deal to get elected. Uh, I'm sure at this point he doesn't think that was a very good decision. But, you know, uh, I really I don't like the way this played out. I think this was and here here's another thing just sort of to, you know, as a thought. Donald Trump, who I voted for twice and who looks like he's going to be the Republican candidate, what is the biggest argument that moderates, independent, by the way, the independent voters becoming the most important in the voter in this country right now? What's their knock or beef with Donald Trump that he brings chaos? Do you think that these guys, these eight, who all swear loyalty to Donald Trump, I think they all do, are, 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 have helped that cause? Do you think the independent voters sit in and going, well, the GOP uh, House may be chaotic, but Donald Trump isn't. No, that is, there's not, there's nothing about the brand that's tarnished here. Of course it's tarnished. And again, what is the important thing going into next year? Oh my word, to, to bring a Republican back to the White House. No, I, look, I see, I, see, I see your point here, Liz. But, but again, I go back to the fact that McCarthy agreed to this from day one, and that's everybody knew this could have happened, and and the rule has yep. to get changed or it's going to keep happening, and it's it's just well, a great big should. mess. I agree, but uh, anyway, all right. Uh, so, Liz, uh, big question: Who is going to be the next speaker? Who, who do you think's got the inside shot here? Well, I think the Hill just put out something saying that Steve Scalise has agreed to run. Is that what you hear? Yes, yeah, Scalise I, I think that's and Jordan. Breaking news. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, Scalise and Jordan. And Jordan, yeah. So I'm assuming that Scalise is probably a more um, uh, acceptable pick. He's a very popular guy. I, you know, he's undercoming, under, excuse me, undergoing chemo for a blood cancer. I don't know how problematic that is in terms of his actual presence in the house being impacted by that. 
but he seems like a good guy. My, my fervent hope is they get this done in the next week or two and we can go back to governing because there's, you know what, there's a lot going on. And I am pleased to say I and others have been writing aggressively demanding that Joe Biden come out and, and defend his position on Ukraine, defend why we need to keep spending them, spending more money than Europe is doing on that fight, et cetera. Good news. I think he is going to make a major speech and he needs to do that. He needs to actually own this Ukraine battle. And I, I don't know about you. I want to hear how we're going to win. How is this war going to ever end? Because yeah. it cannot be one of these enduring quagmires like Afghanistan. Repub- I, don't, I don't think the country will stand for it. The great Liz Peak, ladies and gentlemen, we we don't agree on everything, and that's okay. It makes it fun. <laughs> it makes it entertaining. Uh, LizPeak.com. I uh, got to read her new article. Kevin McCarthy's run as speaker is finished. Is Matt Gates a villain or a hero? All right, Liz, uh, we'll have plenty more to talk about. No doubt about that. I hope so. Thanks so right. much for having me Thank, on. Thanks a lot, Liz. All right, there you go, folks. Uh, we've got to take a quick break here. 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. Of course, the breaking news on Newsmax, uh, Congressman Jim Jordan to run for House Speaker and President Trump will not rule out the speakership. So we'll keep you updated on that. Speaking of Newsmax, only one network is covering President Trump's events live, and that's Newsmax. Millions have made the switch to Newsmax because it's real news that you can trust. I watch it all the time. President Trump loves Newsmax. Rob Schmidt starting at 7 o'clock tonight exposing the Biden money trail, and that's why you've got to watch Newsmax on all major cable systems. And if your cable operator doesn't carry Newsmax, just give them a call and say, I want Newsmax. And by the way, don't forget to download the Newsmax app on your iPhone or Android. It is absolutely free, and you can start watching anytime. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go right to the phones. Uh, let's start with Don in Moorhead City, North Carolina. Hi, Don. What's on your mind today? Hey, Todd. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking. Good. Um, you know, we've heard that Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans have been working on these bills and appropriations and everything for three or four months now. And I'd like to know what they have to show for it. You know, they talk about that they've been doing things and then someone will come in and add a bill and they'll have to rewrite it and so forth. Why don't they just go ahead and start submitting things and let the Senate turn it down or refuse it or reject it and then take it back and rework it and submit it again? I know it's a lot of work, but at least they would be able to show what they've been doing and they'd have something to show for it. Yeah, I you know I don't necessarily have have an issue with that. I, I think, and again, I I understand where Liz. I'm probably to the I actually am to the right of of Liz Peak uh, on a on a lot of issues. And again, I I don't think this is about Gates. I don't think it's 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 about that. This is about doing what the what you know what these people promise the American people. And if we cannot be fiscal conservatives as Republicans, I really at this point don't I don't understand why we have to have a party. Well, you know, their their defense and their explanation is, well, to get things done in Washington, you have to compromise and 
you have to sort of, you know, meet people in the middle of the road. Uh, I disagree with that. I, I oh, think there's some of that yes. that needs to take place, but right. you don't have to. You don't have to give up the bank, you know, just just to get something done. Uh, and that's what we've been doing for years and years and years. I think Newt Gingrich was the last one who probably understood things and did things, you know, sensibly. Well, he did, and and now, of course, Newt Gingrich has turned it around and said, oh, well, these people are traitors. Well, they did the exact same thing that Newt Gingrich did back in the day. That's right. That's right. So, But, but I think Newt Gingrich had people behind him. I think that, you know, and maybe it's just hindsight, looking back now 20-some years ago, we said, well, he, you know, Clinton and Newt balanced the budget, uh, and maybe that's what we'll say later. But right now... The, the whole system is just broken. Mm. Yeah, no doubt about it, Don. And we got to fix it. Appreciate that call. Let's go to Annette in North Carolina. Hi, Annette. What say you? Hey, hey, Todd. What I'm worried about is who is running this country. The, we know Biden's not running this country, but to me, the American people. It's not fair to the American people to not know who is who is that ghost that's in that White House because he is not doing, he is not, he's out of it. So who's doing it? Who's running this country? Oh, Barack Obama is running the country in that. That's right. But the American people is afraid to even mention his name. Well, they are. we're not afraid. We're not afraid to mention Barack Obama's name. I hear it. I listen to Fox every night. And I, I, let, I wait to see when they mention Obama. Oh, they don't do no, that no, on Fox no. and that, do they? No, no, they don't mention Obama. Who is running this country? It's not fair to the American people. They're running it into the ground, let's say. They, they, they destroying our country. And us as American people just sitting back and uh, ho-hum, just ho-hum. And it's going to be too late when we wake up. Annette, you're spot on to the money. Uh, absolutely. Thank you for calling in. Let's go to Statesville, North Carolina. Keith, uh, what's on your mind today? Well, Keith, uh, Todd, I'm, I'm glad. I, I agree with your last three callers, and I'm glad you you have uh, guests on your on your show that you disagree with. It makes it uh, for a good show. Well, but, thanks. Um, I, I'm I'm I was fifty fifty about. Uh, McCarthy, and I know you had a congressman on yesterday that he was trying to get it out of him, too. Oh, yeah, that was a struggle. Was, <laughs> yeah, and he was 50, 52, like, oh, well, he's a good guy, and he does good things, but... And and I kind of do the same thing, because McCarthy was so good, uh, you know, when these reporters would ask him questions, and he would come back with this great answer, and 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 they would try to interrupt him, and he was like, oh, you ask me a question, I'm going to finish it. He was so good at that stuff right there, but some of the other things, he was just wishy-washy on, like, uh, Biden, I don't see anything there that will cause an, an impeachment. And 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 I, I, I think he allows these Republicans to have these committees and do all these investigations, but you can't come to a conclusion. That's it, but you can't Bingo. come to, You can have all the investigations you want, but you can't come to a conclusion. So 
yeah, I, I think it was probably time for him to go, but we don't need anybody like that again. No, no, we don't. And and the Republicans have to get their act together. So, again, I'm not necessarily blaming McCarthy uh, because he wanted power. And the Republicans gave him the power after they made him go through and accept all of these concessions. But they've got to get all of that worked out. Keith, we got to run. I am late for a break. So, folks, hang tight. Hour three uh, coming up. By the way, our good friend Jeff Stein is going to be stepping in in just a few moments. So we'll tell you about that. Um, I have to scoot out, uh, but uh, we will explain all of that to you coming up. All right, 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Wherever you're listening across this, the greatest nation God ever blessed, welcome to Hour 3 of this Wednesday edition of the Todd Starnes Radio Program, coast to coast on more than 140 outstanding radio stations, and streaming live at ToddStarnes.com. Hello, fellow patriots, I'm Jeff Stein, coming to you from Iowa's home to the Todd Starnes Show, my home base at News Talk 1540, KXEL in Cedar Rapids and Waterloo, Iowa, The 50,000-watt blowtorch scorching middle America with accurate news and reasonable views. And if you were with us uh, just a few moments ago, Todd mentioned he had to scoot on out of there. And there's a really good reason for it. He is going to hold a news conference shortly where he will announce that he is going to run for Speaker of the U.S. House. No, that's not true at all. And I shouldn't even joke about it. Because Todd is a friend, and I would never want to subject him to whatever this next speaker is going to be put through. Now, as you know, Todd has been battling a a few, uh, well, what, a broken ankle, broken foot, but not a broken spirit, boys and girls. And so he had a doctor's appointment that had been scheduled so they could give him uh, the update on things. That had been scheduled, has nothing to do with today, but he asked if I would step in for this final hour so that he can be fully on the mend, and it is always a privilege to talk to you, Starnes Nation, from the Liberty University studio. 844-747-8868 is how you can join this coast-to-coast conversation. Coming up in this hour, we have a guest, and you're well familiar with Timothy Head. Uh, Mr. Head is the executive director of the Faith and Freedom Coalition. We'll get his sense on developments in Washington and the aftermath and how that may impact voters in 2024. That is coming up after the bottom of the hour, but between now and then, it's your calls again at 844-747-8868. Let's not waste any time. Let's go right to the phones. Terry is calling in from North Carolina. Terry listens to this fine program on WSIC. Terry, thanks so much for calling the Todd Starn Show. Jeff Stein filling in. How are you? I'm great, Jeff. How are you this fine day? Well, I am probably better than people uh, in Washington right now, but uh, talk to me about your your view of this whole thing as you've watched it develop the last few days. Well, uh, 
Jeff, I've heard a lot of people attacking Matt Gates, including uh, Newt Gingrich calling them traitors. Yeah. And what I'd like to say is maybe we ought to look at this the way it really is and that these people, these eight guys, well, seven men and one woman that actually supported the removal of McCarthy was actually doing what their constituents wanted. And maybe our uh, congressmen that are in Washington should start listening to their constituents instead of just doing as they please. Most of us didn't want McCarthy to start with, and we wouldn't be in this mess right now if our congressmen had listened to us uh, in the first place and did what the people wanted instead of supporting their own special interests and special agendas. And uh, one last thing, what you've got in there right now as interim, you do not want that individual as Speaker of the House. And I say that because he is my congressman, and frankly, we need to get rid of him. And if it wasn't for all the money he throwed into campaigns, he would have done been gone. So tell me, Terry, what's the biggest thing that we have to worry about with, what's the title? Acting Interim Speaker Temporary Pro Tem, whatever, McHenry. What, what's the biggest issue with him? Well, well, number one, he doesn't listen to the people at all, and he is really just a McCarthy protege. Uh, everyone knows, First of all, nobody wanted that uh, debt ceiling increase. And yet he was pretty much the architect of that uh, bill that they passed through. And he has supported McCarthy in every way which and which way McCarthy went. I also know that during the vote that they put McCarthy in, that he was called numerous times. And I know this for a fact to tell him that the people did not want him supporting McCarthy, that McCarthy's not what the people wanted. And he didn't listen to any of that. He voted for McCarthy every single time. If you if you keep him in there where he's at, you're just getting another McCarthy. And obviously he voted for Representative McCarthy every time because he would personally benefit by having a great leadership position. I want to ask you, Terry, because I heard this yesterday being espoused by a lot of folks, some actual members of the Freedom Caucus, some uh, radio talk show hosts, where they said, well, look, we don't like McCarthy either. But this is not the time. Let's see if he can deliver on this uh, budget before Thanksgiving. Let's focus on that. What do you say to those who said, well, you know, I, I don't like him either, but this is not the time? Well, as much as I hate to say this, because really I re- never wanted McCarthy. I don't think he should have ever been there. I really don't think this was the perfect timing. But you know what? Uh, I do believe Matt is representing his constituents. The American people didn't want McCarthy. He, he should have never been under there, but I'm not sure this was the right time to do it. Terry, that's a great call from North Carolina. Thanks for joining the program, and call Todd again anytime at 844-747-8868. And I did hear that view expressed a lot yesterday. And And you folks who have listened to the program and heard me here filling in for Todd, you know that I said before they even had the first vote for Speaker in January, and I wasn't alone, this is not any great insight, McCarthy was not going to be successful, even if he had gotten put in on the first ballot. And I'll tell you in a little bit why I've just never really had a good sense about Kevin McCarthy, but let's go back to the phones at 844-747-8868. William is listening in Memphis, Tennessee, on the flagship, the Mighty 990 KWAM. William, thanks for calling the Starn Show. Jeff Stein filling in. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, you know, I had no problem with him giving McCarthy a chance the first time. 
and that was, you know, that was the way to, to so to speak, uh, work together. But you know, I have no problem with what they're trying to do now. You know, the, the thing has been, in there's there's a ref, reformation, of the a, a transformation in the Republican Party since Trump has come in. He has opened the Republican Party up to people that weren't involved with the Republican Party before. They were more of the conservative Democrat, which have basically been erased now because all these liberal, what's happened to the Democratic Party has literally pushed all those people off the cliff. And they found a place with Donald Trump, who wasn't a Republican before, but he's a Republican. He came in the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. And so now you have this fight between these these old Republicans, which are the ones who are just like they're just like wrestlers. They just want to keep their jobs in position and vote their stuff and get their perks and stuff. And they, this 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 movement has sort of put these guys to the test. They wait. No, we're not going to accept you just saying that you're a Republican. We need results to fight this communist regime Marxist push on the other side. We need you to, to be more active and be more aggressive to just stand around and just chum and act tough on TV and never go out to eat the same restaurants like wrestlers do. Yeah. I mean, that that's what's going on. And I have no problem. And, you know, like um, Todd had mentioned the Brian Kilmeade interview. I heard it this morning. Yeah. I wish we could call in the Fox News because that was to me was embarrassing. I've defended. Uh, I've been a fan of Brian Kilmeade, but I am disgusted by that interview with uh, Burchett from Tennessee this morning. It was horrible. It was disgraceful, and I mean, it's it tells you this what has gone on. Trump literally has stirred this swamp up, and people had no idea. They really didn't pay attention, and there's they're more and more starting to pay attention after because they have to literally but i mean it's it's disgusting what's going on in this country and it's still trying to go on and we can't accept it anymore and if it has to shut down the government for a little while to wake people up more then shut down the government and i applaud these guys you know like lauren bobear from colorado no these folks are willing to stick their neck out for us we have to support them just like trump he stuck his neck out for all of us he didn't have Mm -hmm. to do this Mm-hmm. And now, you know, we have to support and stand by them. We need more people to show up at the polls, stand up, and don't take it anymore. Don't be afraid of flying your Trump flag. Don't be afraid of talking about who you support. And we need to back these folks now. You know, I mean, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. And it's, it's just a prime example. The swamp is deeper than we ever thought it was. It's more murky and thick and deep, and we didn't have any idea. Trump didn't even know it. He underestimated it the backdoor stuff that was going to happen to him. And it's just, it's ridiculous. And I'm, I'm, you know, my kids are in high school now and I'm telling them, wake up and watch this. Don't believe the garbage that's in these books and these teachers are teaching you. Stand up to them and question them. Ask them questions. Do you understand what's literally going on in this country right now? There's a revolt going on. And I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, and you've got these people whose comfortable lifestyle is being threatened. And so, like you say, they're, they're sort of like when you corner an animal, the animal attacks. And so when people like Mr. Trump and others underestimated how bad the swamp was, well, they were looking at the swamp in its normal habitat, but now they're threatened, right? And so now all of a sudden they're taking their game of destruction to another level. Let me ask you, William, all right, so Kevin McCarthy is gone. Who do you think, who would you believe is the individual who can actually broker whatever deals are necessary and save the country as the next speaker. 
Well, I mean, there's no doubt saving the country is going to happen in 2024. If we Let's don't hope. get Trump in as president, we're, no matter who the speaker is, we're, we're deep. This is just sort of like a life vest holding us afloat until mm-hmm. the, until the uh, submarines and the, the battleships show up to pull us out of the water. But irrelevant. I mean, mm-hmm. I trust these guys to, uh, if it's Scalise, if it's Jordan, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know enough about the backdoor stuff that people, the other ones know about. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I trust their, I trust how they do it. And I'm sure there's going to be some negotiations. I'm, and like somebody made a point earlier, I mean, I'm sure a few of those like Scalise were afraid to pop their head out of the ground because they would get cut off before this ever happened. And now they're sticking up finally because, you know, they got rid of McCarthy. Now they're staying up saying, I will be there. And Scalise seems to be the one everybody wants. So I'm fine with that. But William, thanks for the excellent down. call, and thanks for listening to the program. Call Todd anytime right there locally in Memphis, Tennessee. William calling in at 844-747-8868. Didn't mean to trop on him at the end there. I thought uh, I thought he had finished his thought. I apologize for that. It is true that when they went through all the different rounds of voting for Speaker, and I want to hear your thoughts on this after the break that we'll go to in just a moment, but there were people like Scalise and Jordan who said, I am not going to actively campaign against Kevin McCarthy. Uh, They were all in it together. And I do respect loyalty in that respect. Uh, But true to the points that are just being made, it is wide open. It is absolutely wide open. And this is the time for everyone to step up. By the way, if uh, across the country your cell phones are going off, this is the National Emergency Activation System test. This is not a real emergency, despite the problems in Congress. All right, we will be back from the Liberty University studio in a moment. 844-747-8868. Jeff Stein in for Todd, and this is the Todd Starn Show. Welcome back to the Liberty University studio and the Todd Starn Show. Jeff Stein from the free state of Iowa filling in for Todd, bringing it on home on this Wednesday. Todd, of course, back tomorrow at the normal time. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we will speak with Timothy Head, the executive director of the Faith and Freedom Coalition. He will join us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. And you know, for a decade, 10 full years now, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, there's a good reason. Go look. They are the only ones. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of the Todd Starnes radio program. It is a great partnership because it's a great company. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks. And that's important because that means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without helping to fund left-wing ideology and projects. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veteran and first responder heroes. Patriot Mobile's 100% U.S.-based, thank you very much, customer service team makes switching easy. You can keep your number, keep your phone, or you can upgrade. They'll sell you a new phone as well. Bottom line is their team is experienced and will help find you the best plan for what you need. Here's what you do to get it all started. Very simple. I've done it myself. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. Or you can call 972-PATRIOT. You get free activation today, by the way, with the offer code Todd. 
So make the switch. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Todd or call 972-PATRIOT. I'll say it again. PatriotMobile.com slash Todd or call 972-PATRIOT. 844-747-8868 is how you can join this coast-to-coast conversation. My take on the whole thing is... You know, you heard me say this four months before the votes were even taken in January. Kevin McCarthy wanted to be Speaker of the House. Not because of what he would do, but he wanted to be Speaker of the House. And that's for the wrong reasons. Now, the one thing where I would disagree with our friend Todd, from what I heard him say earlier in the program, where he said McCarthy was all about power. And I I disagree a little bit. I don't think he was even into the power, per se, as simply he wanted the trappings of the office. He wanted to say he was Speaker of the House. I don't think he was even so craven as to want the power that would come with it. That's how shallow I think the the man is. I've never met him. I've never talked to him. I apologize if others have a different view. But it reminded me when I used to teach college students. We'd have high school kids come in for summer camps in broadcasting and teach college students how to do radio and TV. And when I would say, why do you want to pursue this major? If they said, well, I want to tell stories. I really love sports, and I, and I love bringing the action to people. Uh, I, I think government is interesting, and, and we need to uh, expose wrongdoing. If they would say something like that, great. Here was the problem. I had too many young people who would come in and say, in response to my question, why do you want to go into this field? They would say, I want to be on television. That's the worst reason for going into what used to be, used to be journalism. We're so far off that now, I don't know how we get it back. But the bottom line is, if a young person would come in and say, I want to be on television, my answer is fine, go do commercials. Because news is not for you. And for Kevin McCarthy, it always seemed to me like he wanted to be speaker. And it had nothing to do with what he would do once he became Speaker. It was all about the trappings. And I never got the sense that he was very deep or that he had a very good plan, but he knew how to get himself elected Speaker. So in essence, once he had that gavel and banged it on the rostrum and and he had the big smile after whatever it was, ballot number 75 or however many it took, All right, 15. But the bottom line is he was just, that was his moment. That was the height of it. That was as good as it was going to get, folks. Because he had no desire to get any deeper than that. And that was the problem. And yes, made all sorts of deals that he couldn't possibly live up to to get to be Speaker, because that was the end goal. And how did that work out? Well, obviously not terribly well, because we're in line for another shutdown. And by the way, it's not just, you know, 40 days. The Senate is only scheduled to be in session 10 days between now and the next shutdown. More after this break on The Todd Starn Show. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the Todd Starn Show. I'm Jeff Stein, bringing it on home today in this final hour for Todd, who will be back tomorrow here in the Liberty University studio. 844-747-8868. That's how you can join this coast-to-coast conversation. We'll take your calls in a moment. But first, let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Talk to a return guest to the program. He is Timothy Head. Mr. Head is Executive Director of the Faith and Freedom Coalition online, ffcoalition.com. Mr. Head, Jeff Stein filling in for Todd. Thanks for joining us on the Star and Show today. How are you, sir? I am doing great. Thanks so much for having me, Jeff. Uh, you know, it's uh, another day in paradise in Washington, D.C., and plenty to talk about, huh? <laughs> yeah. Paradise or Washington, D.C., not the same thing. Uh, <laughs> Just make some sense of this, because, again, your organization, Faith and Freedom Coalition, you work with who's there. And uh, I look at your website, and there's a picture of Ralph Reed with Kevin McCarthy just a few weeks ago to talk about issues, because, again, he's the guy who's there. Give us some reaction about what this will do to momentum, and I'm by this I mean the vacation of the Speaker's chair. What will this do for momentum, and uh, how, do, how do you view things going forward? Well, it's a you know it's a great question, and I think one that uh, you know I've already gotten uh, gotten a couple uh, even just in you know less than 24 hours now of uh, of this this news. So you know the the way that you kind of uh, teed this up, it's it's true. You know, some people can kind of afford to uh, to kind of uh, be picky or choosy with uh, who they're going to work with on various you know various things. But for us, as a public policy organization that's working in D.C. and then frankly in state capitals across the country. Uh, you know, a lot of times you can have influence, and frequently you just have to kind of deal with uh, deal with the, the, the cards that, as they're dealt, if you will. Uh, I think that, that one of the challenging situations that we're going to have, I mean, look, you know, we, we've seen just already um, this morning or, or early afternoon that um, more than likely the next speaker will either be Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise. Our organization is actually very good friends with both of them. I think that both of them for our issue set, for issues that uh, – conservative bible believing christians believe in and, and want to uh, kind of be the north star for public policy um i think uh, representative jordan and representative scalise would be excellent uh for for those subject matters and we are more than happy to work with either of them um but i think the broader challenge here is is um you know the kind of general um perception of of the of the nation that uh, republicans are just a little bit of a you know and, and a little bit of kind of hysterics right now and uh, that doesn't help anybody uh, when we're trying to, you know, a hopefully, you know, get a get a good uh, White House occupant, and then b certainly retake the Senate and be able to govern the House. And so that's my bigger concern is I think the next speaker is going to be, you know, equally friendly on subjects, uh, subject matters for us, uh, but we need kind of cool, calm uh, heads to prevail uh, at this time. One of the things I discussed with my radio audience in Iowa today before coming on Todd's show was, all right, now what? I'm fine with whatever these folks want to do, but what's the end game? What's the plan? And I'm not aware of what the plan is other than to vacate the chair. And so this is one of the things, and I don't know what you hear from your people around the country but as this has all been swirling, and it's not just the last day, it goes back a few weeks with uh, the possibility of a shutdown and members of the House went home for a weekend, many of them, not all. Uh, it, it, there's a lack of confidence, I think, among uh, members of the public about whether this gang can actually 
to use the phrase shoot straight. So I don't know, what have you heard broadly about how this whole last month may undermine support for the movement? So, you know, look, I think that, that uh, in a similar vein, um, there has to be um, kind of clear progress made towards a clear uh, destination or agenda. And, uh, you know, that's kind of one of the one of the, the focal tenets of good leadership is, is being able to kind of determine what the destination is. The correct destination is a, is a huge part of, of kind of the, the opening uh, the opening kind of requirement for leadership. And then secondly, being able to move other people, obviously, towards that destination. We're seeing complaints that, you know, in this case, you know, Kevin McCarthy doesn't have the right destination. Uh, but we also are not really seeing very clear um you know, alternatives uh, being being laid out. It's just kind of like a protest. I'm not. I don't like that, or I don't like him. And um, <clears throat> and I, I think that, you know, again, my my hope, um, be it with uh, with um, with Jordan or with Scalise, is that you know some of those kind of protesting voices uh, can can at least acknowledge, um, you know, uh, have have be a little more copacetic with this leadership, either personality or destination. And then just kind of get on the get on get on board, get in the boat, put their their oar in the water, and actually row with the rest of us. Um, and and let's make some progress instead of just kind of, you know, per- perpetually and perennially just just complaining at this point. Timothy Head is executive director of the Faith and Freedom Coalition. FFCoalition.com is the website. He joins us on the Todd Starn Show. Jeff Stein filling in for Todd today. The talk has been about Jordan and or Scalise. Each has now declared openly that they are seeking the position. Again, each had been rumored previously, but deferred to McCarthy until that all played out. Well, now it's played out. Okay. Do you hear from people or get a sense that, and both of those are well-known individuals with very distinct personalities. Do you, do you hear from people, and I do a little bit, Maybe there's there should be a different candidate. A different candidate would emerge who some of the population may have to go to their uh, atlas and see who in the world the person is because they're not as well known on cable TV and, and talk radio. In other words, a compromised candidate that is much more of a workhorse than a show horse. Do you hear anything like that? Oh, did we lose him? Are you still there, Tim, or did we lose you? Going to have to be known within within the caucus, which is is the only name ID that's truly needed. But I'll just say that uh, I would I would say it's it's a remote possibility that there could be a third candidate. But overwhelmingly, I think it's going to be one of these two. Uh, The the new challenge is going to be you know on November the seventeenth we have another CR deadline. And uh, you know we just don't want to like literally change speakers every single time there's uh, there's some kind of brinksmanship CR deadline uh, that's no way to run an airline and um, you know my my, my hope uh, whoever does not prevail in this speaker's race can get behind who does prevail and that's like the team sport that it actually is. Last question: Best case scenario from your perspective is what at this point, from a process standpoint, we understand they're not even going to come back to Washington until next Tuesday. Then they're going to have some sort of candidate forum, as it were, and vote one week from today. What is uh, what's best case scenario in your perspective as an analyst? Well, I, I think uh, you know uh, a, a quick and clear resolution. I guess is the simplest way to say this. 
uh, that, uh, you know, by all means, you know, we are going to kind of disagree on exactly what shade of white the, you know, the, the wall paint should be here. But, um, but the overall kind of general trajectory, first of all, we obviously see the destruction that's happening out of this White House and the current Senate leadership. Uh, we need, you know, radical changes done on, the immigra- on immigration and the border, you know, on, on a host of, of uh, you know, foreign policy uh, and, and uh, for that matter, national policy uh, fronts. And so let's agree that, that at least, you know, uh, our, our, our uh, policy projections here coming out of the right are worlds better than what we're seeing coming out of the left and out of this White House, and uh, and again let's uh, let's let's start rowing in the same direction and start kind of instead of kind of canceling each other out uh, and and uh, ending up kind of stalling in the water here. Uh, so I'm optimistic, honestly, by this weekend. Frankly, by Saturday or Sunday, I bet we actually know we start kind of getting rumblings of, of the answer, uh, and I, I think that we're generally going to be uh, pleased with how this is going to go. But we just need it to happen quickly and clearly. Timothy Head of the Faith and Freedom Coalition, thanks so much for joining us on the Todd Starn Show. Hope we talk again soon. Always great to be with you, Jeff. Thanks so much. God bless. Thank you, sir. God bless you. FFCoalition.com is the website. And Mr. Head joined us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. And that is one of the things about this. It's like, all right, we're now in this situation, so what's the plan forward? And how quickly can that get all taken care of? Because, as I mentioned just before the break, There are, what, 40 days left before that deadline that he just mentioned. But the Senate is only scheduled to be in session 10 of those days. And they've now lost a work week because in the House because of the Speaker's situation. Now, would they have done anything had there not been a a successful motion to vacate the chair? Hard telling. Evidence would suggest they weren't exactly on the right track without that hanging over people's heads. I tell you, it's it's uh, it reminds me. Well, I'll save that till after the break. I want to tell you a story about a dog. How's that for a setup? But before I tell you a story about a dog, here's something that is super important and super serious, and it is that this month, October, is when this radio program and all of us behind the microphone ask you to consider a donation to the Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF Legal, Alliance Defending Freedom. If you go to ToddStarns.com, right there on the main page, there's, uh, we call them a banner. It's a stripe right there on the main page, and you can click on that to learn more. But I know that legal matters cost a ton of money. I know this as a lawyer. I practiced law for a number of years. And one of the big problems when people think about challenging a wrong or an inequity. They worry about what it's going to cost. Just like when you go to any sort of a professional for assistance, there are costs. And even if the lawyer gives you a tremendous discount, there are costs. And so many situations where wrongs have been inflicted on people, we never hear about it because the people who have been harmed don't have the resources, the barest resources, to file an action. And that's why the folks at ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom, why their work is so important. Because they are there to take on cases to advance our rights to speak, to worship, to live our truth. And if you give today, this is what's really cool. Yesterday I went to a trade show, 
and I, I always come home with stuff. You know, the pens and the cups and the whatevers. And, and I always hear about it when I get home, but that's not the point. The point is, they had these little trinkets uh, for a restaurant uh, that were in a, uh, in a basket or whatever, and I picked one up, and it looked like kind of a coin, and it said B-O-G-O, which stands for buy one, get one. BOGO, right? The idea was if I took that to the restaurant and bought one meal, I'd get a second meal for free. Not all for me. All right, but, but you get the idea, right? And I, so did I pick one up? you darn right I picked one up. Because if I can take the money I would spend for one meal and get the value of two, that's a tremendous bargain. And right now, when you make a donation, if this is your first gift to the Alliance Defending Freedom, that first gift will be matched dollar for dollar while limited funds last. That means it's BOGO. It's doubling your impact. So you make a donation to the Alliance Defending Freedom today, do it today because while these funds last from this generous matching donor, they'll match what you contribute dollar for dollar. So your dollars have double the impact. ToddStarns.com. Click on the stripe at the top of the page there for the Alliance Defending Freedom ADF Legal. Do it today and you'll double the value. We'll return from the Liberty University studio in a moment and finish out with your calls at 844-747-8868. Oh, yeah, story about a dog. That's all coming up. I'm Jeff Stein filling in for Todd. This is the Todd Starn Show. Final few minutes of the Todd Starnes radio program for this Wednesday. Jeff Stein filling in for Todd, who will be back in the air chair tomorrow at the regular time here in the Liberty University studio. I had a real hard time getting out of bed this morning. And the main reason was I've got a MyPillow 2.0. Absolutely love it. I can't tell if, it, if I love it better than the original because the original was so darn good, but it's harder to get out of bed. I tell you. Mike Lindell's passion to help you get the best sleep of your life continues. Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look great, they feel great, and that means an even better night's sleep. And you all know how important a good night's sleep is to your overall health. This is the world's best cotton, and Mike found it. It's called Giza. Ultra soft, breathable, but durable. The latest deal with MyPillow is the sale of the year, and for a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. 50% off, he said, everybody. Marking prices down as low as $29.98, depending on the size. So go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Podcast Square, and use promo code STARNS. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products. That includes the MyPillow 2.0, the Mattress Topper, My Pillow Kitchen Towel Sets. Hello, didn't know about those. And so much more. So go to MyPillow.com with promo code STARNS or call 1-800-839-8506. MyPillow. Are you kidding? What a great American success story. 800-839-8506 or MyPillow.com. But whatever you do, use the promo code STARNS. All right, you've all heard the story about the dog who chases a car. Every day he's chasing cars. And then one day he caught a car and then realized, you know what? I don't have opposable thumbs. I can't drive. I don't know what to do with it. I told you that story a few months ago with regard to Kevin McCarthy and being Speaker of the House. All he did was chase the car. 
to become Speaker of the House. Then when he got it, he didn't have a plan. He had already maximized the best day of his life. Wasn't going to get any better than that. He wanted to be Speaker. He got to be Speaker. My fear is that those who tossed him out, I'm a, I hope it is more than just they wanted to get rid of him because they didn't like him, and so they chased the car, they caught the car, and now they don't know what to do with it. Okay, we got rid of McCarthy, now what? If the now what is to clear the deck so someone like Scalise or Jordan or someone else can step up and actually have the mission of doing a job and fulfilling an agenda as opposed to just saying they were Speaker of the House... All right, maybe in the end it turns out okay. That's my great concern. My great concern is that there was no, okay, now what? And I hope that that people figure this out. By the way, the person who is in the office of president at the moment came to the microphone at the White House this morning and mumbled and whispered some things. But among the things that he said, try not to laugh. This is uh, Mr. Biden. We need to change the poisonous atmosphere in Washington. We have strong disagreements, but we need to stop seeing each other as enemies. We need to talk to one another, listen to one another, he said. Really? Then stop calling out MAGA Republicans as if they're lepers. Mr. I don't want the poisonous atmosphere. Also on the formerly known as Twitter box, David Axelrod, the big dem, has a picture of Nancy Pelosi holding the gavel, and he writes, Love her or hate her, she's looking pretty darn good right about now, wouldn't you say? No. No, I would not say. I would rather have that empty chair and the possibility of chaos as opposed to a power-hungry Democrat like Nancy Pelosi who's out there to try to destroy our way of life. And keep in mind, all of the Democrats voted for chaos... So where is this bipartisanship, Mr. Biden? Well, maybe Todd can find it tomorrow when he's back. I'm Jeff Stein. Been a privilege to bring it on home for you today from the Liberty University studio. God bless everyone. Todd's back tomorrow on the Todd Starn Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>